welcome to the Campus Outreach Podcast, where we want to equip you to make your college years count for eternity. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and on today's episode of the CEO Podcast, we're bringing back a good friend of mine, Mr. Austin Clark, also known as Moose, the campus director at the University of Southern Mississippi. Moose, how you doing, brother? Hey, man, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. This is the third time I'm really, I'm really, feel like I'm getting like getting comfortable in this chair. Do you, so. are you, uh, do you feel, do you feel like an esteemed guest? Yeah, I definitely do. you feel do. honored? I'm, I'm getting to like the Ben Weber, just Hawara ranks, Olin Stubbs maybe on the day. You're climbing up the leaderboard and you're, the you're doing good, man. recorded. So yeah, you're doing good. Yeah. So far, so far I think Hawara has the most, but there's some that are, that are close. Yeah. I mean, technically I probably have the most, but right. you know, in terms of the guest, uh, let's do this, man. Um, I've been down to Hattiesburg, where you live, where the, uni- the University of Southern Mississippi is. Pretty cool place. Uh, yeah. I've, I've only ever been there once. Um, but how long have you been living there now? Uh, about a year and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. So tell us some of the things in your year and a half that you really love about the city. Yeah. Well, I mean, on a personal level, I really love our church. Like, I think our, our friend, the friendships that we've made with a couple families in particular has been so amazing. But I think what anyone could experience that moves to Hattiesburg or even just visit for a day, I mean, our food scene is, uh, it's, it's it pretty, it's pretty nice. Yeah. My top three, you know, your, my unasked for top three would be Fairley's wings. They have oh. these Cajun ranch. You need to stop right there. You know, when I was down there, you guys, it was closed. I decided to be there on a Wednesday apparently. And it's closed yeah. on Wednesdays. Weird what hours. is that about? Just weird hours, man. But you Small know what? businesses are hard. But that's when you know the food's good. When it's obscurely closed on a random day of the week, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, th- that, that's just proof that it's good food. Right. They're not trying to just give it out on any random day. Right. So Fairleys is number one. Fairleys is number one. Qdoba, that's like a it's like a Chipotle, Mo's Southwest type place. It's not local. It's not local, but it was local <laughs> to me when I moved here. We didn't have that in Troy. So hey, man, um, there's not much in Troy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, my wife would definitely talk about Mama Goldberg's in Troy right now. That's like that was her place. Ah, but okay. their place would be a place called Glory Bound. It's uh, it's euros, so they, but it's like euro euros with an American fusion. So like I get like a, a surf and turf euro, which is steak and shrimp, onions and peppers. Interesting with the comeback sauce on top. What's it called? Uh, Glory Bound. Mm, I like so, the sound of that. Yeah, exactly. It's very <laughs> fitting for the CEO podcast. So that's good, man. You'll have to take me. I really want to go to Fairleys next time I'm in town. So yeah. will you promise me to take me to Fairleys next yes. time I'm there? I will. I'll, I'll make the offer to anyone. Anyone that listens to this podcast and wants to, and when they visit Hattiesburg, I will. I will personally treat them Whoa. to Fairleys wings. That's how much I believe in it. So, wow. So yeah, I have heard it's. I have heard someone who I trust who has been on this show before, whose name starts with a J. And ends with uh, Justin <laughs> or Austin <laughs> said that it's the best wings he's ever had. So yeah. yeah, just find me on Instagram. Hit me up. Okay. Wow. All right. Let's do this, man. Let's get into our topic for today. We're talking about um, setting goals, godly goal setting. Right. All right. We'll work on a better title or if not, maybe that is a title. Who cares? Uh, point is we're talking about just how a Christian should think about, you know, organizing their day, their week, their life mm-hmm. to honor God in the way they set goals, the way they think for their own development, okay? So what does it mean to set good goals uh, to help someone grow in their faith? Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's, there's three ways that people live their life in, in, this kind of, in this kind of arena. So you can be governed by principles from God's Word. You could be governed by the rules that you've seen other people live their lives by, or you can be governed by your own feelings. And we know which one of those things is the best, you know, just by process of elimination. But 
basically what I what I what I think I'm saying is that if you if someone lives their life governed by God's principles, their their life is going to be more directed at giving God glory. And I think why I'm, why I care about something like this is I think about one of my favorite passages, Philippians three. There's a very famous a couple of verses there where it says something like, uh, "Whatever gain I could have in life, knowing Jesus is better." And then, but if you keep reading down, he says he's he's saying I have the best thing, but then what he says later in the verses is, "I am not perfect, but I'm going to strain for it. I'm going. I am striving for what lies ahead." Like so, even though so the guy that wrote that, Paul, he's you know one of the one of the most famous, well known obedient Christians to ever live right, right. had a huge impact and he had a very clear desire to become what he wasn't right then. Hmm. He wanted to strive. He wanted to strain forward. He had a godly ambition to become the person that God wanted him to be. That's good. So let me ask you this a little personal question. You know, you, you mentioned you went to Troy, you became a Christian at Troy, right? Or no, you, you entered as a, you entered school as a Christian, but you yeah. definitely grew Oh yeah, in your in your walk, I, yeah. maybe a little bit, just just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, while you were yeah, there. I'd say so. so when did this become? When did you start taking this seriously? Like when did you start realizing, like, if I'm gonna really strive to make the most of God, make the most of Christ in my life, mm-hmm. I need to take you know goal setting seriously. When did when did that become a big deal for you? Yeah, I mean, I think most most I think the foundations were laid when I when I began being mentored or discipled by an. It was an older student at the time. Shout out James Brown, Camp Start staff, University yeah, of Alabama. Shout out James Brown. So Love that. discipling me, but I, what he when he showed me from God's Word how to, I think the passage I distinctly remember is where in John fifteen Jesus says, "Abide in me, and I will, and I abide in you. You will bear much fruit." And and I so I was like, okay, so the thing that I want in life is to bear a lot of fruit. What do I need to do? I need to abide in Jesus, and he can and he abide in me. He remain in me, live in me, be connected to me, and me be connected to him. So I think when I when I saw that, it's like, okay, how do I do that? And he gave me the tracks to run on. He helped me define what that meant. But that was the principle, abide. That was the principle from God's word, abide in Jesus. Okay, how do I do that? He helped me understand what did that mean for me? What goals do I need to set? What things do I need to put in my life to abide in Jesus? And then help me, he helped me set up my life to be able to do that. So, and then I, I think it's really gotten, uh, it's really gotten amplified that desire to, you know, set good goals, move forward in my faith. When I moved down here to Hattiesburg, as I started like leading a staff team. So I wasn't just thinking for myself, I was helping other Christian leaders grow and care for them, lead them, develop them. So I needed to give something that wasn't just my own rules. It wasn't just, you know, here's the way I do it. Here's how you should do it. You know, or this, how do you feel like you should do it? We had to really dig deep into what it, what is, what does God want for you? Yeah. And how can I help you do that? So, so you can either make some goals based off of principles, rules, or feelings, right? Like that's t- typically you do it one of three ways, right? And we see you got to do it by principles, mm-hmm. right? To, to have a greater impact, to, to probably live a more fulfilling and meaningful life, focus mm-hmm. on the principles. So, why should you get those principles from, you know, the, the scriptures as opposed to from other people? Right. I mean, because God's word can be, can be translated into any culture, context, time in history. You can, 
and simply living by someone's rules, you know, that they lived in their life, you know, say, I just finished reading a biography about a guy who lived in the 1940s and 50s who was an impactful Christian leader. And the things that he set up in his life, some, I think a lot of them were great, and I could probably do those in my life now. But if I were to try and do the same things that he was doing in 1950, in my ministry, in my life, in my marriage, I, they wouldn't work the same way. So a lot of times, a lot of the rules that govern people's lives um, are are unique to their time and place in history. Okay. Whereas the principles from God's word are because it's truth, because it's 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 timeless. Yeah, what I mean, you know, what Second Timothy three says, it's you, the word of God equips you for every good work. So it trains you for righteousness. It's timeless. It's truth. So it's it's better than anything any man or woman that's lived in any time in history. Uh, anything that they say that's good. They've gotten it from God's word anyway, so why would you not just go straight to the source? Hmm. That's that's good. And and I think too, like when you read that book, it was probably helpful. It's you can take some truth from mm-hmm. it and imply some of the lessons, but to let the cold hard rule of the way he lived his life, the way he organized his time, it it, it probably w- it wouldn't fit necessarily for you here in twenty twenty one. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's so. good, man. That's good. Okay, so how about somebody's listening to this podcast, they want to, um, you know, they have a desire to take these things more seriously. They want to um, take their their spiritual growth and their development more seriously. They want to set better goals. They want to do this better. Um, so the, that kind of person that might be listening here, um, you know, how can they begin to live their lives based on these principles and not their feelings, like not the like the emotional side? Yeah. So I, I think it would be first you need to identify what are the principles, what are the things that God values because you don't want to set the wrong goals. So you, I think you need to find through your reading of the Bible, you need to f- – and talking to other people, what does God value most? So like for example, one of the most famous psalms in the whole thing is the very first one and where, in, in where the guy writing it says – Blesses the man, he lists some things that the blessed man doesn't do, but he says, blesses the man who uh, delights in God's word and meditates on it day and night. That was, and, it said, and it talks about the type of life that he grows to live. It says he's like a tree that's planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, that it's, that it's prosperous. And all that he does, he prospers. But then those who don't do that, the ones who aren't delighting in the, in the law of the Lord, who aren't meditating on it day and night, their life's not like that. So that's clearly something that God cares about. So if I were to get really practical, I would say I would kind of, I would kind of describe three layers. So you want to have your objective. So if the principle that God values is me delighting in his word and meditating on it day and night, that's my objective. I want to live a life that I can look at my life you know, six months from now, a year from now, 50 years from now, and I want to say that I, am, I delight in God's word and I meditate on it day and night. My life is full of it. Um, my life is full of God's word. So what, then what I would do is that, so God's defining my objective. He's defining success for me in his word. And then, so I, what I want to do is how can I, what can I do? What are some goals that I can set to accomplish and to be, and to see God do that in my life? So that might be, you know, that's why people read the Bible for 30 minutes, an hour a day. That's why people, you know, I read about one guy who read the Bible 200 times in his lifetime. It's like, that's, that doesn't make him any better than anyone else, but that was him saying, like, I just, I just tried to fill my life with God's word. 
And you know, does that mean that you need to read the Bible, that I need to read, read the Bible 200 times? No, that's right. not what that What's means. What's the principle behind that? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So set, set a goal, set something like, I, that's why people read through the Bible, you know, every year that's, you know, they want to go deep in certain passages or certain books of the Bible is so set a goal like that. Like, okay. So this semester, you know, speaking for college students, I want to go really deep into the book of John. So I'm going, my goal is I'm going to, over this next four months, I'm going to read through the entire book of John and I'm going to, I'm going to break it down and see what does God have to say there. I'm going to study it. I'm going to read, I'm going to memorize it. I'm going to listen to sermons about it, whatever that means. Those are my goals. And then, so what do I need to do to accomplish my goals to see that objective come true in my life? I need to have some very clear, what I would call action steps in my life, set up in my schedule, set up in my daily life to make sure that I'm, I'm living and working toward those goals. So that might be something like, you know, for the first, for the, the first hour that I'm awake, I'm going to read the Bible. And for the last 30 minutes I'm awake, I'm going to read the Bible. I'm going to read that book of John. I'm going to read the book of John. Or I might review what I would read that day. That's the specific action step of that particular goal. Right. What you're saying. Right. Exactly. And that's, you know, and the thing about this, this is hard because a lot of times our feelings don't match up with what we actually want to do. Like, well, that, that high objective, we know we want, I want to delight in God's word. Yeah. But, you know, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm tired in the morning when I wake <laughs> up and I'm tired and I go to bed. Like, sure. So if I'm governed by my feelings and I don't have the things set up in my life to help me fight against what I feel in the current moment, that, um, then it'll be way harder for me to become the person that God has, wants me to be. So, if I, so I need those things in, like carved out in my life that despite of how I feel, I'm going toward who God wants me to be. And, that, and, and then what, I, what I've found is that as I do that, when I don't want to do it, my desires begin to change because I see, I'm starting to see victory. I'm starting to see success. I'm starting to see the changes in my life that come from being and pursuing what God wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's just one thing, you know, we could say the same thing about prayer. We could say the same thing about purity. We could say the same thing about uh, you know, generosity, you, generosity. I mean, there's, there's so many things it's endless, you know, it doesn't, and it's, and this obviously extends to things outside of biblical parameters. Like I Take, think if you were to I think if you were to look at like businesses yeah. and successful corporations, if you looked at their goals and their objectives, like they would make their same process that way. You know, mm. they would say, what are our objectives? What are our goals? And how are we going to get there? Sure. You know? Yeah. G- take one of those generosity, purity, uh, something like, and give give another like, Set of uh, principles, uh, goals, and some action steps just, just to make it, you know, practical for our listeners so they can Great. see it. Great. So, you know, for – let's say we'll take generosity. We'll take that one. So the, 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 main, the, the main two principles that Jesus gives or that the Bible gives, the one spoken by Jesus, he says, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, but be generous. There's another verse he says, give to everyone who begs of you. That just blanket statement. There's Give some to principles. everyone. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then and then Paul says, God loves a cheerful giver. So my objective, if I'm combining those two things, might be something like, I want to cheerfully give to everyone who begs of me. That's that's my objective in life. Like so goals. So first off, if I want to give, I gotta have something to give. <laughs> you know, like I can't <laughs> so that means A, I need to make money, and B, I need to set aside money to to give yeah. so i need to have something to give to people so if that's if my objective is cheerfully give to all everyone who begs of me my goals could be 
get a job, find a way to make, <laughs> so find a way to make money, you know, um, legally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the second goal might be set aside blank percentage of my money of my paycheck. Every time I get paid, take it out of the bank, put, get it, get it out of the ATM and I'm going to have it on hand, ready to give to my church, ready. To, you might, and then that's, and then maybe one of the other goals or action steps would be, where do I want to give my money? Where do I want to strategically do I want to just simply wait for someone to ask me to give money or do I want to be, do I want to be thoughtful of, Oh, I want to give, I want to give this much there and this much here. And then I'll just have some extra depending if, you know, I want to buy someone's meal or I want to see, I see a homeless man on the street and he asked me for money. I have something to give him. So that might be, so the, the goal would be, you know, make money, set money aside. Um, and then it might, it could be something like pray for opportunities to give my money. Because that's, I mean, that cultivating, doing something like that could cultivate the cheerfulness that we're talking about. It's not just cold-hearted, I hate giving my money away. It's like, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm praying for, for sure. opportunities and looking for God to give me situations where I can obey what he says and meet people's needs. And then action steps would be you take my money out of the bank, set up a budget every month, yeah. that kind of stuff. So That's so good, man. You know, it's fun, so funny. I've been on a handful of these podcasts where... I'm just the host. I'm kind of along for the journey, just like the listener. Um, and I'll have, you know, another staff on here who's talking about something that's good. And maybe I'm not great at it. <laughs> so, so I'm kind of like asking questions. I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel really convicted right now. Uh, so I'm just pulling back the curtain a little bit here for some mm-hmm. of our listeners. But that, that happens a lot. And the truth is, even with this, I have, even as a student, even being on staff, this has never been a, like a, um, a strength of mine. But I've always seen the value of being intentional with my life, my priorities, my principles, my schedule, building thing, these things out and actually thinking for them. And what I'm saying all that to pref- by prefacing this, um, for all of our listeners, the students that are listening, whether it's yourself or somebody you know, countless, countless college students today just kind of go with the flow. And it's like... You know, the, the world's kind of designed that way. You're not going to, like, suffer massively if, if like that. But you're also not getting as much out of life as you can. Right. You're also not getting as much out of your walk with Christ as you can. So that's why this is so important. That's why I'm glad you've been talking about this, man. Uh, for the sake of time, we're going to wrap it up soon. Is there anything else you want to say before we kind of close this one? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I would just give a warning about the word ambition. So that's, like, that's a very, like, popular word in our culture. Like, we love ambitious people. Um, but there's a type of ambition that is ungodly and, and, th- and that God does not want for you. And, that, and I would simply say the type of if you, want, if you want to set certain goals that are out of line with who God wants you to be, like God values humility, not pride. So if you're, if you're, don't, don't do things that are going to puff you up and set you up to simply think more of yourself okay. and less yeah. of Jesus. Mm. So, so, yeah, there's a type of ambition that glorifies God and there's a type of ambition that glorifies self. So the more that you stick closely to the God's principles and what God wants for you, the more likely you are to have that humble, godly ambition. So, That's good, man. That's really good. Well, Moose, again, so great to have you on the pod again. Um, I think uh, heard, heard some great reviews in the past. You know, people, <laughs> people love and listen to your, your yeah. beautiful voice. You know, I'm so glad you're here, brother. Um, once again, we'll probably get you on for another, another topic sometime. Uh, maybe we'll do one of those ones down there in, uh, 
in Hattiesburg and get all the boys on one podcast at one time? What do you think, huh? Uh, I, they would love that. That would so, be an episode of all episodes. Yeah, right that'd there. probably be more Joe Rogan length for a few <laughs> hours. So be ready for that one. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, well, listen, thanks again, man. Uh, do wanna, I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in once again. We want to encourage you to uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And I say this every time, but I really mean it. Like, if this conversation or any of the other episodes that you've listened to have blessed you, it takes less than a minute to share the link with another friend who could also be encouraged by what you have been encouraged with. So uh, whether that's Moose or someone else that's been on the podcast to talk about um, some sort of topic, please share these if they've been a blessing to you. Um, And if not, we still pray that you will come back for more. (laughs) Uh, With all that in mind, uh, for my good buddy Moose, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again. We will see you next time for another episode of the Campus Outreach Podcast. Take care. (music) 